0: everyone, welcome to the All The Anime Podcast. We are back, second week
1: in a row for season three, Andy. We've made it to plus one week. Yes, yes we have, and let's hope that continues. It's not like there's any big comic cons coming up that may disrupt this or anything. Oh, we gave people warning about there. that in the prologue last week. Welcome to
0: the show, everybody. The date we are recording this is Friday the 6th of April. It's pretty much the end of the day as well. We're going to have a chill out, have a laugh, but today... It is not just two of us in the studio. I am Jeremy Graves. The voice you heard a moment ago was Andy Hanley and we are also joined by... Lauren. And... Iron (laughs) Brew. Sponsored by Iron Brew Extra, El Presidente, Andrew
2: Partridge. Delicious, juicy bastard. (laughs) Not me, not me, not me, the drink, fools. (laughs)
0: Carry on, Mr. Graves. So, uh, Andrew, I suppose first of all, uh, how are you, given you've only been back in the country, what, two days now, if Uh, that? I'm in optimum functioning condition, Mr. Graves. Please continue. (laughs) Now, I appreciate we've already got a running order set, but I feel the need to ask, and you can elaborate as much or as not much as you want to on this, how was Japan?
2: It was sufficiently excellent, good sir.
0: Cool. Lauren, how are you doing? I'm
3: alright. Good. Yeah, you could complain. I mean, I could. But go I for wouldn't. it. Complain <laughs> as much as you want. Not today. It's Friday. It's Not. fine.
0: There you go. Exactly. Is it, is we it Bo?
3: No, but just five
0: <laughs> 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 Lauren's probably the only person in the office who can actually shush Andrew. In fairness.
2: No, I think no one can really shush me. I was just having a break. <laughs> they can, they, can,
1: they can shush on BBC World Service. They, <laughs> they managed, to, managed to cut cut you off quite nicely. I was taking notes. Well, to be fair, like, they'd already warned people. They needed to move on
2: quite quickly, like, between stuff, so... Yeah, such, such as... I just the... kept talking until they were, were bored.
1: Such, such as live radio. Um, <laughs> you,
0: you will find out why Andrew was on the radio in a few minutes, everybody, but before we get to that, some housekeeping. Our website is alltheanime.com. Make sure you head there to check out our latest releases, get details on upcoming cinema screenings, and much more. Make sure you add some anime to your collection. We've usually got a special offer going every week, so there's bound to be something you'll want to add to your shelving unit. I screwed that up, there you go. If you want to hit us up on social media, on Facebook and Twitter, we are at AllTheAnime. Our YouTube channel is also at AllTheAnime as well. Make sure you check out some trailers, we've got some cool clips there as well, and there's some more things coming there soon, so stay tuned. In terms of upcoming events, everybody, We've got two very special screenings of Maquia When the Promised Flower Blooms later this month, on the 14th of April in Dublin and the, <laughs> 16th, and the 16th of April in London, respectively. But why are these special screenings, you may ask?
1: Andy, why are these special screenings, I ask? Well... That is because we will actually have the director in attendance. Dun, dun, dun. Exactly. So, Maria Carter will be at both of those screenings. Uh, She will be holding a question and answer session afterwards. Um, So, uh, that makes it all the more worth uh, checking out because a great film and a great opportunity to hear uh, a very prolific uh, script and screenwriter who's now made a directorial debut talk about her career. Indeed, you can buy tickets for
0: both of those events now, it's at the Lighthouse Cinema in Dublin and then at the Prince Charles Cinema in London, respectively. If you go to alltheanime.com cinema, we've updated our page there to give you all the info you need, and the blog post where we actually revealed this very, very special info. So make sure you get your tickets and do not miss the opportunity to be part of two very, very special screenings. But speaking of screenings, Andy, there's actually more for, for people in Dublin and Ireland in general, isn't there?
1: Yes, indeed. So, uh, yes, Ireland is hosting its uh, Japanese film festival. And uh, as part of that, they are screening a whole bunch of, uh, of films uh, to which we have the rights, um, including uh, Macria, as mentioned, uh, Night is Short, War, Con Girl, uh, the live-action Tokyo Ghoul, Lou Over the Wall and... Another Maria Carter work um, that she wrote, uh, Anthem of the Heart. So, yeah, if you um, head on over to www.jff.ie, uh, you can find all the details of when and where across Ireland those films are screening. For those of you wanting to know,
0: what's the next Comic Con that we may have our wares there about? We may be doing panels there about. Who knows? There may be someone special there for all we know. We're trying to work it out. It could well be happening. MCM London Comic Con is that destination it is the traditional jaunt to london at the end of may we will be there in full force you'll be able to talk to every member of team anime limited at your own peril we will be there so make sure you save the date And if you've not got your tickets already you might want to start doing it sooner sooner rather than later because it sounds like tickets are doing pretty well for the event recent releases this week at the time we are recording we have, uh, we mentioned it last week, Andy, quite, um, an eclectic mix of titles available this week to add to People's Collections. We first of all have... Momotaro Sacred Sailors, the first ever Japanese animated feature. Then we have Season 1 of The Testament of Sister New Devil. It's quite the polar opposite, to say the least. But, uh, but hey, it's been great seeing your, your reactions, actually, to not only Momotaro, but Testament as well. Particularly people really, really enjoying delving into the book that was written by Jonathan Clements, and it's included in the release. If you head over to our website, alltheanime.com, and perhaps more specifically, blog.alltheanime.com, you can see a full unboxing of that release. But yeah, Andy, people have been enjoying both of them.
1: Yes, yeah, I mean, uh, Momotaro in particular is, uh, as we kind of talked about last week, you know, it's a very unique release of ours, so uh, it's cool to see that so many people have picked it up and, uh, and given it a shot.
0: So, Andrew... I defer to you on this, because it's been a long time coming in the making, but uh, are you happy with how Momotaro has turned out? Yes. Good. Are you happy with how Testament Assisting New Devil has turned out? (laughs) I don't even know what that sound was, but there you go. Upcoming releases, everybody. Next week, Prison School Standard Edition Blu-ray hits store shelves. Then the week after, on the 16th of April, it is Assassination Classroom Season 2, Part 2 and the standard edition Blu-ray of Persona 3 Movie 2, Midsummer Night's Dream. Then we go to the end of April, the 30th to be exact, where on that day it is Kiss Him, Not Me, available on DVD and Blu-ray.
2: No, no, Kiss Him, Not Me.
0: My mistake. <laughs> then we also have Erased Part 2, that being on limited collector's edition Blu-ray plus DVD set, and standard DVD. But you know what else is going to be out that day, Andy? that we've not actually properly mentioned on an official channel yet, because we wanted to wait just to make sure everything was all set in stone, but do you know what's coming out also on the 30th of April?
1: I have no idea, Jeremy. Please inform me. MIND GAME!
0: (gasps) The film directed by Masaki Oasa. Can you tell if you like Masaki Iwaso, everybody? We've got a lot of his titles now. But yes, MIND GAME will be available as a standard edition Blu-ray set. You will recall last year that there was a Kickstarter campaign for a Blu-ray release with English language on it. That has been and gone, it was for a Collector's Edition set that was Kickstarter exclusive, but we are delighted to be bringing our own Standard Edition Blu-ray release to these shores.
1: Yeah, it's, uh, it's actually a film that I, I hadn't had a chance to check out previously, so I actually got to uh, to give it a watch when we were uh, were Q seeing our release, and it's a really good film. Like, it's one of those things where you sit and think, why did I not watch this before now? Because mm. A, I really like Misaki Uasa's stuff, and B, this is really cool. Um, so, yeah, like if you like his other work, absolutely. It's, it's almost Masaki Uasa at his most Masaki Uasa, because he <laughs> really kind of... Off the wall and goes a lot of places. Is that our tagline for the back of the box? Yeah, yeah, should should be. Um, yeah. Also, if you ever wanted to see an anime version of England's winning goal in the 1966 World Cup final, and both of Maradona's goals in the 1986 World Cup quarter final, they're both there. So, also <laughs> a weird football theme that runs through that uh, that, that that film. <laughs> I, think I, I think I need
0: to watch this. I haven't seen it myself yet. In terms of other recent announcements, everybody. Uh, two p- fairly big announcements from this past week actually in that we have acquired the rights to Tokyo Ghoul RE and Lupin the 3rd Part 5 and both shows are simulcasting to the UK and Ireland at crunchyroll.com both the first episodes are available now we are very <coughs> excited we're very excited to have both of these titles in our collection uh, at time of recording I've only had a chance to watch the first episode of Lupin myself but I thoroughly enjoyed it
1: Yes, yeah, I got to check that out as well, and it's uh, it's it's very good, yeah, and very very modern, like compared to what you might expect from Lupin the Third, like it's you've got the dark web and cryptocurrencies, and they're kind and of essentially Google Glass, yeah, like they <laughs> off-brand Silk Road, yeah, weird kind of Google Glass esque stuff. So yeah, it's kind of gone quite hard on the, the, the tech angle, but it still has all the kind of cool, fun, slightly goofy stuff you'd expect Lupin III to have. So yeah, as open go, like, I'm, I'm very much sold on what their show is doing.
0: If you want some reading material, everybody, you want to perhaps indulge in perhaps an article or a book review of some kind, our blog, blog.alltheanime.com, is the place to go. Available to read right now on the blog, absolutely for free, it should be added as well. Jonathan Clements reviewing the book The Anime Boom in the United States. Andrew Osmond steps into the breach, so to speak, by introducing you to the world of The Testament of Sister New Devil. Helen McCarthy reviews the book Cool Tokyo Guide. And today at the time of recording, which actually links us into the next section of the show as well, Andrew Osmond on the life and career of Isao Takahata. Because last night, uh, admittedly I was down in London at at an event at the time, so I didn't realise until about 1am that this news had, had actually broke. But um, it was announced that Isao Takahata has passed away, which is, it's a real shame, but man, what a body of work.
1: Yeah, yeah, I mean, you couldn't really ask for, uh, for much more in terms of a, a legacy, like, right throughout his career. Even outside of, like, the actual films that he worked on, you know, he's, he, he, he did a lot in terms of, you know, fighting for, kind of, rights of animators in the early days of, of Toei, et cetera, et cetera. So yeah, like you know, right throughout his career, he was very influential. You know, both in terms of what is very clearly visible in terms of his films, but also sort of behind the scenes from from there to you know, co-founding Studio Ghibli. So uh, so yeah, you know, it's it's a, a profound loss for for the industry. But so uh, yeah, like you say, you know, what what an incredible legacy he's left behind. And we really do implore you, everybody, if you have a few
0: moments spare, do go to our blog, blog.alltheanime.com, and have a read of the piece by Andrew Rosman, who turned that round in a ridiculously quick amount of time, considering when the news broke to this morning when it was actually published. So, really, really fair play. And, and Andrew... Getting back to you, because we mentioned something a few minutes ago. You, you actually appeared on a, on, on the Worldwide World Service <laughs> earlier. Worldwide World Service. Yeah, I know, right? BBC News Hour on the yeah, World there Service. There you go. That's <laughs> the one. I get there in the end. It's been a long few
2: days. As opposed to Crime Watch, which is exactly where I thought I would pop up on the BBC. <laughs> so, I mean, you know, all in all, actually, we're, we're one up on where we should be, yes, I think. <laughs>
0: But, but you had the opportunity to talk about uh, Takahata, his work, legacy, and whatnot uh, on there for a little while earlier today. How, how, how was
2: that for you? Well, it went okay. I mean, I, I don't think I, I said anything too scandalous. You didn't you didn't like offend anybody mortally or anything. I didn't open with he dead. So <laughs> was that what you, that was you were planning? Kind of winning, a winning a start move. <laughs> no no no, like it went fine. I mean, it's a real shame he's like he's passed away. To be honest, I mean, like I don't think it would like. I don't think Princess Kaguya was going to be his last work, to be honest. Well I mean he worked on like like uh, Red Turtle as well, to be honest, but or at least helped get it through the door, you know, and help like was one of the ones who helped encourage him to come over to Japan and make a good chunk of it at Studio Ghibli. But yeah, it's a real shame. Like I mean, like his body like his body of work will will long survive like survive him and a lot of the content is still pretty spicy to this day on it to be honest I mean there's stuff like Pompoko which is is very much if Watership Down, if it could be rabbits Watership Down fought back you know like and like it's still like a powerful political activism piece to this day like which is really relevant right now in this day and age I was like I mean in a weird way I always feel like he was the the real artist at Ghibli to an extent Miyazaki wrote like wrote and directed the popular ones, the ones which broke through kind of engage with the mainstream of anime fans and conventional people the one which was really pushing the boundaries of what animation could do and what narrative could do like was Takahata mm.
1: yeah yeah I mean he was the more versatile of, of the two if you like I mean if you look at well if you look at Princess Kaguya and kind of the animation style of that I mean obviously My Neighbors the Yamadas was kind of Ghibli's first journey into using CG and digital stuff to to any degree so yeah he certainly kind of had a a more versatile body of work in, in a sense than the Miyazaki. So uh, yeah, it's it's kind of uh, it's interesting to look back on, but uh, yeah, kind <coughs> of sad that uh, that we'll see nothing more of his. Mm. From there, everybody. Well a couple of other
0: news notes. I want to try and shape things up a little bit here on the podcast. So first of all, fairy tale news. Yes, we are gonna be releasing Dragon Cry in the coming months, but that's not what we're talking about. It's actually because the creator Hiro Mashima has teased that later this year, the quote-unquote final series, or sorry, final season of the Fairy Tale series will premiere in the autumn. Now, for those who are not aware, Fairy Tale Dragon Cry, a film which we're going to be releasing in about within the next month or two, if memory serves. I'm on not on, I'm on not many hours sleep, people. So bear with me today. But Dragon Cry takes place right at the far end. of the the fairy tale story, but is not part of the manga canon, but is canon to the entire universe. Figure that one out. But this seemingly, Andy, we don't really know much, but this may help fill in that gap that was left between the anime ending leading up to the end of the manga.
1: Yeah, I mean, I've not kept up with the anime to kind of see where, you know, Fairy Tale Zero, et cetera, et cetera, kind of left off to see like how how everything fits together. But uh, yeah, you'd like to think that they're going to, Kind of fill all of the gaps and then take uh, take that franchise all the way uh, all the way through to its uh, its inevitable end. Uh, Andrew, Lauren, any
0: thoughts on uh, on fairy tale returning, seemingly ending at some point soon in anime form? Uh, any thoughts in general? I'll believe it when I see it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking forward to it though. Hmm.
3: I'm not a fan, so I'm indifferent to it coming to an end. No, no, that's
0: fine. Out of interest, because I don't think it's to something Does the
2: grief you. of fans not what? make you happy, Lauren? Well, not
0: really. It it <laughs>
3: yeah. like, I like seeing anybody bothered. So
2: there is but. looking forward, you are looking forward to in way.
0: I suppose, right. just to ask randomly, have you ever tried to sort of get into the long running, sort of Shonen style shows before, or is it not something you've really tried to delve into? Mm,
3: well, just purely well, out of curiosity. Yeah. Like, uh, the shorter the better for me, I have a very short attention span for things, so. If something's, like, 12 or 13 episodes long, great, perfect. Anything that's several hundred episodes long is out of the question. So you
0: never never tried one piece oh, a Naruto or anything like that?
3: No chance. Not for me.
0: <laughs> Imagine if that changes one day and we suddenly talk about this on the podcast again, and you're like, oh, yeah, I really got into show X, and now I'm, like, 200 episodes in.
3: Oh, I don't doubt that, Like, I'm great for binge-watching stuff, but, Stan, I mean, like, when it's super duper long series I just mm. don't have the the patience for it especially because I've heard for like Naruto and stuff it's mostly filler for a lot of it
0: there, there is a decent chunk of filler yeah, yeah. not up for that. I'm actually trying to imagine you watching the filler the, the the what I think was nearly two years worth of filler in young Naruto before it went to like the, a time skip period where it got good again
2: mm.
0: where there were there were quite the array of stories which you would probably just be so pissed off at.
3: Oh, probably. I mean, it wouldn't take much, but... <laughs> um, in other news,
0: everybody from around the world, Gundam The Origin 6. We are still taking pre-orders for the limited edition Blu-ray export version set at alltheanime.com, but it has been revealed it will be the final part of the Gundam Origin project. Also worth mentioning that we are going to be releasing films one to four as a blu-ray box set at the end of may you can get the details on that at our website blog.alltheanime.com but but guys gundam origin coming to an end andrew gundam origin coming to an end Mm -hmm. have have you been keeping up with the origins actually i meant to ask you have you been watching them
2: like yeah on and off like i like them it's kind of like a I like I like the books a lot more. I have to say, like they're mm. nice and heavy and hardback and you I said the actual presentation mm. of the books themselves was no, very great. Really nice. No, like it's nice to see it come to an end. I mean, hopefully they'll delve into some different parts of the Gundam lore afterwards. I mean, I doubt they're finished with the world of Gundam yet, but it's mm. nice to see what else that team could do because mm. like they are really talented. So, yeah, I'm looking forward
0: to seeing how people react to the films as well because I know a a lot of people have been wanting to see them, like, since we started doing the, the export-import version sets uh, for the limited-time pre-order on our shop, people have wanted to see them, and there have been some opportunities, be it at events or maybe, you know, via a timed online stream or something, but people genuinely want to see them because they're very interested in it. It's like we discussed last week mm. when
1: we were talking about it. Yeah, yeah, I mean, as we said, you know, they're, they're good for, for newcomers or existing Gundam fans alike, which is quite a feat to, to pull off, like a, when they start, when they announced that project I thought that they'd probably lean hard into existing fans and maybe make them inaccessible for people who are newcomers, but actually they've done a good job of kind of splitting the difference and uh, making it work for everyone. Indeed they do. Now on to
0: a new segment I'm simply calling Corrections Andy. Last week we were talking about Violet Evergarden on Netflix. I foolishly claimed it was available in 4K. I have been now told it is not available in 4K. For some reason I thought it was, it is not. I've had this confirmed. I apologize.
1: Yes, yeah, I mean, I, I did wonder whether they were just gonna kind of, obviously it wasn't gonna be natively 4K animated, but I did Imagine. wonder from, from things that we'd heard, whether they were actually just, just airing it as like a 4K upscale, basically. But mm. so, yeah, people seemed to get in touch and say that wasn't the case. And we really appreciate you guys getting in touch to confirm that. Occasionally we get bits of Bob's wrong,
0: Human nature, it happens. But on to the questions segment stemming from last week, and we are kicking things off, everybody, with the second part of a question from last week from Mike, which is, what are you looking forward to from the coming spring season? So, Andrew, you've been away for a while, so uh, is there any, is there a title, we don't have to say loads, because we'll probably get through a few anyway, but any title in particular that stands out to you or one that
2: you're looking forward to? for verickery, verickery, for verickery, for for do I say verickery enough. Definitely for Furikuri <laughs> is looking pretty fucking sweet right now. Has anyone seen Furikuri Progressive yet? Because it looks really good. Yeah,
1: it's it's, uh, it's interesting to see. Certainly, yeah. I'm I'm. I was kind of very reticent when they announced that project and thinking like, do you need to go back to that world and, and try and do anything with it? But yeah, the the first episode looks pretty tempting. I definitely want to watch more of it and hopefully it uh, it lives up to its predecessor.
0: Yeah, for those who don't know, the first episode actually, it, it got sort of stealth-revealed on April Fool's Day when it got added to the USA Toonami block or something. Was that what it was?
1: Yes, yeah, and they aired they, they it as their, their April Fool's thing, which seems to have become a, a thing that they do every year now. They just drop something that nobody's expecting for, for months, because uh, I think that's the first episode that isn't out until September, because there's two different kind of follow-up Fully really Cully projects, and that is the second of the two, if I recall. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it just kind of dropped out of nowhere, and everybody thought, "Oh yeah, that's a good gag." Yeah, you're not going to show you that, and then they did. I really like
2: the look of them. Like yeah, it just looks really good. Hmm.
0: Yeah. So progressive, then is that the one that's in spring?
2: Yeah. So I'm May, I think.
0: Oh, okay, so I was going to say cause I haven't seen it mentioned anywhere. Announced the
2: dates already. Well, it's because it's on Cartoon Network, so we don't know how it's going to come. Oh, I get you.
0: Sorry, right. right
1: that's why I'm out of the loop on that yeah there's basically there's progressive and there's alternative and it was alternative is the one they showed episode one of I yeah. think in, in America if I recall so uh, we'll so, see what happens yeah so like one's May one's September <coughs> sorry
2: no don't worry um, apart from that like I would say I'm also looking forward to uh, kind of like like semi looking forward to Persona 5 because i am not finished the game yet and I kind of want to finish that first is that yeah. your plan are you going to try and finish it and then watch the series <laughs> who knows Time-wise, I'm not sure how far into it I am yet. But when, like, apart from that, Full Metal Panic season four, I'm very excited
0: for. Oh, I love Full Metal Panic so damn much. Yeah,
2: the novels are like I mean, they what so there's about five, six novels left. One of them they're doing as an audio drama just now to bridge the gap, which is set on a huge cruise liner, and like so they're moving straight back into the the stuff where shit gets serious, basically. <laughs> When well, we've written that the synopsis. Gives away the first part of it. Like if you, if anyone's read any of the synopses for the new season, it's like it, this the stuff gets really active quickly.
0: Cool. No, I'm I'm a, I'm looking forward to the Persona Five anime. Admittedly, at this stage, I don't think I'm gonna be able to play the game. Like I'm probably gonna end up watching the anime, kind of like I did
1: with Persona Four, and then I'll just come back to five years later when I've forgotten what's happened. Yeah, I mean to be fair, at least it's it's a fun game to play as well. Like it's not like once you're done with the story there's no good reason to go back to it like you know having completed the game yeah the stories are all good but also the actual physical act of playing persona 5 is pretty good for the most part so and the soundtrack is great and the soundtrack yeah i mean you know if you're getting bored of anything else the soundtrack will just power you through anyway so well then that's as, the as we found out in the
0: office the other day when we decided we wanted a bit of background music so we put on the persona 5 soundtrack and that uh, that fueled us for a couple of hours didn't it lauren
3: mm-hmm sure did <laughs> <laughs>
0: as you can hear (laughs) so uh, Andy what's a pick from you
1: Um, when it comes to the season probably the one I'm most hyped about currently is uh, Steins Gate Zero Um, big fan of Steins Gate played the Steins Gate Zero visual novel when it got low close and brought over here and absolutely loved it I thought it was amazing probably better than the original game um, and so I'm hoping that the anime adaptation can do it justice because if so then I am way way on board with that
0: So, for those who aren't aware, in some ways, like myself, what's the difference between Zero and the
1: original? Um, So, Zero is basically a sequel to the original. It's it's a follow-up that is based around one of the timelines that the game ends in. So, the confusing thing for people who've only watched the anime is the anime kind of closed off in a certain place, um, and they actually brought out an OVA episode that basically takes you down the right route that is kind of the starting point for Steins Gate Zero. Oh, I didn't even know that. So, yeah, so Steins Gate Zero is basically set in a world line where one of the major characters has died and that becomes, like, an unavoidable part of that world line, and that's kind of the starting point. Um, So it has some kind of twists, if you like. I mean, they're introduced really early around that. It's got some new characters that actually work really well, Um, and, uh, yeah, it, it really goes some places. So, again, I'm curious to see what kind of route they follow because as per any visual novel you've got multiple routes there are six if i recall in steins gate zero so i'm interested to see which path they take it down originally will you know uh, hypothetically because i've got no idea everybody
0: if uh, are there certain clues that will let you know instantly what route they're doing or is it going to be
1: one of those things where probably up until the last minute you won't know it's it's going to be a little bit in between. It's not going to be instantly, but probably depending on how long the series is, when you get to like the halfway point, you'll start to see which road they're going down. Um, and the good news is that all the routes in that game are good, so you know it's uh, no matter what they choose, they've got strong material to work with. But uh, yeah, I'm I'm very excited about that. Is that OVA you mentioned streaming anywhere for as long time? think it is annoyingly so for people who haven't played the game and gone through all of the routes so know, there's, me. <laughs> there's there's a, a bit of a leap i mean it's, it's probably hopefully they'll, they'll kind of offer a bit of a kind of recap or intro that will kind of let you figure out where things are at um because yeah otherwise it might get a little bit confusing but i don't think it's something that will baffle people completely it's pretty obvious where you are where you're at early on in that in the okay. game at least so so, to, to pick one for me
0: now, I'm I'm really, really looking forward to Sword Art Online Alternative GGO. Just because I I have been craving for something different about the Sword Art Online universe being animated. Like, I love the core characters that they've had, but I have always thought there's so much more to this world. And Gungale Online seems to be
1: the thing that's going to scratch that itch for me. Mm. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely curious to, to watch it, and you know, I'm a, a big fan of Sword Art Online, so you know, I'll definitely dip into to anything else that they're they're doing around that universe uh, to see, see what it has to offer.
0: Uh, Lauren, mm-hmm. anything in particular you're you're looking forward to this coming season, or is there anything you're going to try and check out, perhaps, or are you sort of staying in the dark at the moment, and just seeing what people are talking um, about? I'm
3: looking forward to Tokyo Ghoul. Oh yeah?
0: Yeah. You ghoul! Have you had a chance to watch the first episode yet or not?
3: No, not yet. I've been putting it off. Um, no, I'm looking forward to it. Because um, I powered through all of it. All of season one and season two while I was supposed to do my dissertation. Because <laughs> priorities. And now you're working
2: anime! <laughs> yeah.
3: It's funny how that worked <laughs>
2: Unfortunate for you. Unfortunate
3: for me, but a ha- pleasure for all of you.
2: <laughs> have
0: you yeah. d- have you just watched the anime? Or have you read any of the manga at all? Just or? the anime. Because from what we've been trying to gather, sort of in the lead up to this starting, in the context of the manga, a lot of stuff goes down before the RE season begins. Yeah. Correct me if I'm wrong, anybody, but... Yeah, that's impressive. It, it right? sounds like th- there's been a decent amount of stuff that's happened, which... If you've only watched the anime, maybe a little bit confusing at first, but you could probably piece the do- piece bits together. Again, I haven't seen the first episode yet, so I can't comment, but I have watched both seasons like Lauren, so I recall how the last season ended. So if I suddenly get there and there's like loads of references to things I've never seen before, then it'll be like, Ha-ha, well,
1: but uh, yeah, yeah, i have not really kept up with Tokyo Ghoul to know exactly where all that stuff is at. But that's certainly the, uh, the impression that, that I've got that there's uh, it's gone mad. The, there's I'm up to date. The, there's quite a quite a big gap in there that uh, that, that will need to be filled somehow.
0: So a, a random show because I mean, My Hero Academia is also one which I'm really looking forward to. But I wanted to mention a different one which I am now excited about watching purely on the basis of watching the first episode and realising it's going to be an interesting ride this season, that being Fist of Blue Sky Regenesis. So, if you're a fan of the Fist of the North Star franchise, everybody, it's right up that alley, but it is what I would best describe in unique CG. If you recall how the Berserk season looked, where there were some anime moments in that. There's not a sign of an anime moment in this. And man, are the guys' necks in this show ginormous. Like the the way that these bodies are defined is probably what a bodybuilder dreams of being. And unfortunately, in this show, as of yet, you've not seen a proper fight yet. You've seen a couple of people's heads explode, but you haven't seen a proper fight yet. And I'm craving for a ridiculously looking a ridiculously looking CG fight. But the thing I didn't realise, which kinda of makes sense in hindsight when you realise how all the characters know each other and there's a like hints of things that have happened, this apparently is like a continuation of like a series from like ten or twenty years ago. Yeah. I
1: guess, hence the regenesis
0: bit I guess. yeah exactly so uh, so yeah I'm looking forward to that mainly because I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing all the screenshots and gifs that are going to go
1: online for it yeah I mean I have just been enjoying all the, the screenshots that look like somebody's taken an open world character creator at the start of a game and just cranks a bunch of the neck sliders up to maximum Andrew Partridge
2: reaching for food it does feel that way
1: yeah
0: so uh, any other shows
1: people want to make mention of at all to what I'm looking forward to. Uh, I mean you've mentioned My hair Academia very uh, very much looking forward to more of that so uh, that's all, all good. Um, I've seen a lot of people already talking about episode one of Megalobox which... pardon, think... Megalobox <laughs> you song. Um Yeah which I, I'm still not entirely sure so this is is this like a reboot? No, it's like a Captain sequel a project fashion oh, okay, but it's kind like cyberpunk kind of yeah, it's futuristic. It's yeah. So it's but apparently it looks really cool and yeah, lots of people have been saying good things about it online, so I don't know, cyberpunk boxing, sure, I'm sure I'm in for that. Is that gonna be streaming anyway, do we know? Uh, yeah, that is on Crunchyroll? Crunchyroll. Yeah, cool. Crunchyroll. I know a lot of
0: people want Captain Tsubasa to be streamed, but seemingly Viz mm-hmm. aren't gonna do anything with it at the moment based on a tweet they sent out. Mainly because it looks so much like Jojo's is why people want it.
1: Yes, yes. And the amount of you amount people wanting
0: Jojo's part five, which has not actually officially been announced yet. <laughs> One would assume they're gonna do
1: it at some point. They better. Yeah, you would uh, You would imagine. Uh, but yeah, I also look forward to Golden Can We. Here's another thing that a lot of people have been talking about and hyped for. So. I love the manga. Yeah, yeah, i am not checked out the manga, but heard nothing but good things, so. Uh... Hopefully that will also live up to expectations. Mm. But it is, it is a packed season, though. As far as
0: like big shows and potential big shows, there's a lot going on. I'm sure there'll probably be a few more that I want to check out as well. I still want to catch up on Space Battleship Yamato because they're now showing the newer season.
1: Yes, yeah, which I haven't seen. Yeah. So I, I might have to, to jump in onto uh, onto was it 2202? So uh, so yeah, because 2199 is fantastic. I absolutely love that show. So, uh, so yeah, more more of that is is definitely uh, definitely appreciated.
0: On to the next set of questions. Then, first of all, from Craig: Is there any chance of getting the free movies
2: in the UK? Andrew, good question. Um, depends if they were bought along with American rights or not. I'd look into it. Because it's animation, opposed, that, hold, yeah. animation holder rights in the USA, correct? Yeah, I'm not opposed to the idea, but just the trouble is, we only have season two. Season one is with. Funimation Cruncher also will come out probably at some point through Sony, I want to say. Um, Yeah, so it's kind of a fragmented title already, so, kind of hard to figure out. Would like to go.
0: From Seiyun. Anime Limited like doing classic releases.
2: Ever thought of doing Blue Submarine number 6? It's come across like my mind a few times it's just there's no like I don't think there's a huge demand in the UK for it mm. necessarily I think it's like one of those ones where if the price was right we definitely do it it's just it's quite like quite difficult to find demand for it unless anyone. it got released over here before didn't
1: it no don't think so yeah I don't recall it I, mean, I think it was licensed but never released okay yeah so, certainly not something we've had huge clamour for yeah, I mean I personally sad. like
2: it but like it's also like it's not yeah like you kind of need a set number for a classic to release mm. Mm. like otherwise you're just doing a standard bog standard kind of Amory edition which isn't really what we're about for classics mm. unless there's oh, no material to make a blu-ray and for, like, in the case Blue of Chrono, yeah, Peacemaker yeah, Blue Star number Bode. six is in fact actually blu-ray material mm-hmm. I think I think I mean maybe I'm, I'm wrong so don't hold me to that we don't need a correction on it later but <laughs> Please don't send your corrections to
0: all the anime. From Matthew. Hi Matthew. <laughs> was it Anime Limited who put Violet Evergarden on Netflix Weekly? No. It was not. We have the home video rights, but the Netflix deal was not. Was... It is a Netflix original title. Indeed. It was nothing to do with us. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. That's right. From Niaf. Is there any way to bring back Pizza Hut into the latest Code Geass movies? Hashtag, bring back Pizza Hut. No. To give some context, everybody, in case you're not aware, in the original Japanese TV broadcast of Code Geass, Lelouch of the Rebellion, Pizza Hut was a sponsor or involved in the show, so the character CC would regularly eat pizza with branded Pizza Hut packaging and boxes. That's you do. When it came to the international release of it, said branding was removed. Unsurprising. Pizza Hut mm-hmm. was gone. And, uh, and people seem to think it was removed once again
1: for the movies but we don't believe it was in Japan like they're in the first place Do we? Yeah. it was there to begin with yeah, I mean. yeah. As, far, as far as I'm aware the, the Pizza Hut sponsorship was no more for, for those films so yeah it was never Pizza Hut in, uh, in initiation at all so uh, well well yeah and, and, and honestly no unless it's Papa Jonathan's
2: then <laughs> Like, I guess... Papa yeah.
1: Jonathan? Indeed.
0: <laughs> it's like Papa Franco. Is that <laughs> what he's going to it's like, it's that what he's going to a family function. Hey,
2: Papa Jonathan. Why not? He plays dominoes too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm, trying to you, I'm trying to see if he can get pizza. Honestly, they got now, more laughs you. out of it than it really deserved, to be quite honest. <laughs> it's, it's right out
0: me. what lucky you can say.
2: say? The exact number was 100% more than I expected of laughs. Than laughs.
0: From AJ56, can I get a hug? No. No. Moving on. From, and I apologise if I get your name wrong, from Deniffy, what are some of your upcoming film releases in the cinema this year? In June, we've got Macria When the Promised Flower blooms, which we touched on earlier. Then later in the year, we have got Mirai coming to cinemas. There will be more details about that coming soon, but those are the films you can look forward to this year. That being said, I think we mentioned it last week, Andy, but correct me if I'm wrong, or you guys correct me if I'm wrong, but BFI, at the end of May, beginning of June time, I think it is, have got their big anime weekend and a whole bunch of anime screenings at the BFI in London. So make sure you check their website for all the details on that, because there's some good stuff being shown
1: there. There sure is. Yeah, my Think mid-May, yeah, I think that's mid May, isn't it? Yeah, mid just before, before, before yeah. Comic Con. So, mm-hmm. so, yeah, yep. So again, another early chance to see Macchio there and, and a bunch of uh, a bunch of other films. So uh, yeah, check it out. From oh, hello from BP
0: BBP B. I don't suppose you know or are comfortable talking about what happened to At- Animatsu End. I'm not sure I actually understand the question No, I don't, I don't think anything really happened to them I mean I, I guess I guess they just kind of did like the, the, the Dragon Ball Fusion dance and merged with manga didn't they yeah I, I think that's maybe, some...
1: that's maybe the confusion is that yeah like basically you know a, a lot of what they were doing is rolled back into manga entertainment and obviously Animatsu kind of continues to exist as their special projects division I think is how they they sold it officially so but yeah it's there's... all merging in now I exactly really get much yeah much. It's, it's basically yeah like you know manga entertainment are now kind of back to, to what they once were and Animatsu is sort of uh, sidelined in relative terms
0: they've got some great releases coming out. they've had some really really nice ones recently particularly I'm enjoying well I mean it's not an Animatsu it's a manga one but I'm enjoying the Dragon Ball movies I'm having a great laugh watching those adding those to my collection don't shake your head and be like that nah, Andrew
2: I don't know what you mean the, the podcast can't pick up me shaking my head or not <laughs> it probably could have tried hard enough yeah that's right podcast you heard me try hard enough <laughs> Final
0: question, from John. What anime character would make the best flatmate? Also, who would be the worst flatmate? So, I'm going to say one just to begin things. I think Goku would be the worst flatmate, because he would just keep eating and not clear up anything. And also, you would constantly be buying more food
1: and your your budget for food would just be out of the window. Also, let's face it, Goku is pretty stupid. Like, he'd probably <laughs> leave the gas on constantly. And yeah. Your, your flat would probably explode at some point. Hmm. And I mean, probably if you leave... Or he would, like, punch a wall or something yeah. to get ventilation. and to like- you know, let let's face it, if you leave the gas on and do a kami ha like, that's never going <laughs> to end well. I can think of worse flatmates. <laughs> oh, go on then. I mean, Griffith from
2: Berserk. <laughs> 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 I mean, that's just me warming up as well, really. We Honestly, like to elaborate why he might be the worst flatmate. And for those who are not familiar <laughs> with Berserk... Well, I certainly wouldn't fit in very well in the post Me Too culture, let us say. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's probably the most diplomatic way you could put that. Fair play. Um, apart from that, who else would be terrible flatmates? Um, well, Vicious, I think, is a pretty good starting point. Um, from Bebop, right? Yes, from, be- from Bebop. Bebop. Uh, what, um can't think of anyone else Floney would be bad pretty much all of the characters from Outlaw Star would be might flatmate. be pretty bad to have as a flatmate just constantly on edge uh, yeah I guess like all of the characters from Outlaw Star though, pretty much would be terrible flatmates there's not one of them I can think of I'd be like man that's a great flatmate right there Um who else sorry I'm just running through mentally in the, the catalogue of properties we have Um
0: Okay, so thinking on the Tokyo Ghoul route here,
2: and because Lauren, you trust really,
0: Tokyo Ghoul going <laughs> like, to flat. If I mean, had yeah. to pick one though, I'd probably say Sukiyama, especially if he was really enamoured with your smell, like he is with Kaneki in the show. Yes, because that would not be weird at all. That's what I mean. Worst no, flatmate. Oh right, yeah. <laughs> not best flatmate. <laughs> right,
2: yeah. Okay, I was just checking. Um, yeah, they'd all be pretty fucking terrible, to be honest. <laughs> Lauren, love... any it spring to mind for you at all?
3: Mm. <coughs> Um, I'd started watching Himoto Umaru-chan, who I relate to on a personal level, like being a fucking slob and not doing but, but, anything
1: But also being her. a genius outside of that. Does, does it not the way know, not know, like,
3: no, but um, no, I don't need two of me to live with, so <laughs> probably her. Oh no.
2: What about Metal Panic would be there's pretty much a miscellaneous assortment of terrible people to live with. <laughs> full Metal Panic, just so. like yeah. I mean, what, what about... That I... would be pretty horrible, <laughs> I think.
0: What about best flatmate then? No, I'm really having a hard time thinking of any of them. So, at first glance, I would say Sanji from One Piece, purely because he's a good cook. So you would always have really good meals. And he could probably make the best dish out of crap. Like, make it the healthiest thing on earth.
2: He's one of the best cooks. I think realistically, Leonardo Watch is the ideal flatmate, surely, because he can find whatever. From you- Yeah, because you can find wherever you've lost. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, <I'll- laughs>
0: so are we just thinking like because of
2: special powers here, or. No, I just. <laughs> Other ones would include. Like, great flatmates would probably include half of the animals in anime. I mean, the dog from Yuri on Ice would be. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> Lauren's face right now is a giant smile. It's actually quite settling seeing her <laughs> smile like that. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Andy, what about you? Any contenders for
0: best flatmate?
1: If they're an anime well, character, I mean, my my boring answer to somebody who likes see sketch a lot is any of those that group because hey, they're already good flatmates and they just they just hang around and eat cake and generally have good food and stuff. So why not? Worst flatmates, I mean, the, the one that springs to mind that, like, relatively recent shows is Anybody from Connor's Uber. Like, <laughs> all of those characters are nightmares, and you would not want to live with them for more than, like, two
2: minutes. Oh, my word, I was striving for, like, more recent shows as well. There's, like, a long list of people I wouldn't want to live <laughs> with from that. I mean.
0: Yeah, I was going to say Dio from Jojo's Bizarre Adventure. Worst
1: or Best could be either, really. I mean, <laughs> in fairness, yeah. could go
2: either way on it, it on any given day, I mean...
1: I mean, I don't think you could have Dio and the dog from Yuri on Ice together. That would not go well.
2: Jealousy would really... probably a fanfic of that somewhere. It's a very short fanfic. <laughs> man meets <laughs> dog, man kills dog, man puts dog in
0: oven. But, uh, you know, we might come back to this question next week to see if any more uh, answers or thoughts have come into play. And also... In case, you know, other members of Team Anime Limited here,
2: I think they should be allowed to contribute to, to, to this discussion. Yes. Two of them will be back. I will be gone. Oh. told Jessica.
0: On that note, everybody, <laughs> uh, that's going to wrap it up for today. Bit of a shorter podcast the last time I think if I've got my, uh, my counter correct. But thank you very much for listening. We hope you've enjoyed the show. We will be back next week with another podcast for you. Make sure you hit up our website, (coughs) alltheanime.com. Check out our upcoming releases. Uh, Also worth noting, we've got a special offer on Kiss Him, Not Me, which is coming out at the end of the month. You've got a special offer on the Blu-ray version of that. I'm sure a few of you are going to be enjoying that one because it is a really, really fun show. As we mentioned, you can get all the details on upcoming releases at our website. If you want to hit us up on social media, on Facebook and Twitter, we are at All The Anime. Make sure you hit up our YouTube channel. Give us a little subscribe as well. Why not? Not going to hurt, is it? And, and while you're at it as well, might as well subscribe to the podcast on iTunes and such, and tell a friend if they want to hear some anime discussion from people who work in anime. Yay. Any That's other any other business before we close out, guys? Anything in general, like,
1: just with life, anything random happen? Anything? Arsenal won several games of football in a row. That's pretty notable. I know, right? So what you're saying is when are now in a parallel world... <laughs> Could, could be.
2: And is this like a, it's like a age. Steins Gate thing we're in a different world line. Yeah, yeah. It's just right. like an isekai story now. And how they dropped into a world where Arsenal are actually winning some things.
0: <laughs> <laughs> On that note, everyone, thank you very much for listening. We'll be back next week. We will talk to you soon. Bye!